Welcome to Baby in Berlin, the podcast for international families in Germany, where we share information and resources about pregnancy, birth, and the early family years. My name is Elodie. I'm a mother of two and a maternity concierge and postpartum doula living in Berlin. My role is to accompany parents on the adventure of having a baby in Germany. I mostly do this through my online course available on babyinberlin.com. I was born in France and I got pregnant shortly after moving to Germany. I came to experience firsthand what it's like to give birth in a foreign country, not knowing what to do and when, and not even speaking the language. I've created this podcast to share my knowledge of the pregnancy and birth system in Germany. I hope you'll enjoy it. Welcome. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Baby in Berlin podcast. Today I'm meeting and interviewing um, Anne, who leads and founded the uh, co-working space Work and Kid. So she's going to tell us a little bit more about this um, type of childcare and this type of uh, work environment because it's combining both. And uh, I think it's um, important or I just want to give this option to as many families as possible because a lot of them have difficulties finding a kita spot um, before the child turns one or even afterwards, or maybe families, expats who are moving to Berlin, moving to Germany. Um, and you'll see that there are more and more co-working offices opening um, all across the country, even though it still remains um, uh, quite a small number. But um, I think I wanted to interview Anne to um, hear about her story and uh, also give families in Germany the opportunity to get to know this type of childcare better. So Anne, welcome. Thank you for letting me talk today. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm really glad uh, that we found this time and thank you for agreeing to uh, meet with me. So um, Anne, I'm I'm interested to know before we get started about you know the the co-working space, working kid and and how it works. Like how did you go about I mean why did you found this in the first place like what's your story um, in short words I'm a mom I was a working mom and um, when you're starting to work it's normally not a big issue about thinking about uh, childcare. but when you get kids uh, everything is changing if you um, yeah in a kind of you didn't know before uh, and couldn't plan it as it was before so um, it gets more difficult in the place you have already been working. In this case, in my agency, there was not at all a family-friendly structure, even though if, uh, like officially it's written on the homepage, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, the infrastructure is such, and the mindset regarding kids was um, difficult to find. And uh, as it is difficult as well when you're the first mom in a company to like change everything from you know from zero to start, I was thinking to myself, okay, let's just do my own thing exactly how I want to have it. 
that makes yeah not just my life easier, but uh, there are a lot of uh, parents and moms or going to be parents soon um, who will have the same problem, already have the same problem, and will be having the same uh, issues um, with the new life uh, they are going to to have. And uh, the structure is still not there uh, where it's supposed to be. Um, even if we think in Germany, we are kind of family-friendly uh, country. And partly it's true and partly it's not. But uh, yeah, there are a lot of pros having working moms still in business and not uh, letting them sitting home and doing all the care work. So more or less... A lot of reasons to fund that place over here and a lot of parents who join in. And um, yeah, that's why I like to talk about it because a lot of people even now don't know that some concept as such is existing. Hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll talk uh, we'll talk about the concept in a little bit, but I think that's it's really interesting that uh, I actually didn't know your story, and uh, it's uh, really interesting to that you mentioned the fact that going back to work as a mother, so not just as a parent, but as a mother, has um, um, has has you know you get you f you face systemic uh, sexism, you face um, you know issues in the workplace that uh, you know your company doesn't have you know flexible working hours, maybe doesn't um, have you know rooms for you to you know breastfeed or or, or pump your milk, or if you're still doing so, um, doesn't have the opportunity. I mean, it's more and more so now um, to work from home, but at the time maybe not. Um, and maybe also to, you know, cut your hours in so that you can actually pick up your children, you can take them to appointments. And um, I think a lot of parents that I talk to who are new to parenthood and they're still in the pregnancy think that, you know, okay, you know, I'm going to be able to go back to work and basically I'm just going to drop my child um, at the childcare um, center and I'll be able to work the, exactly the same way. And um, it's, it's hard to see what it's like before you get to it. Um, but I think it's, it's definitely an issue. This kind of what some people call the fifth trimester, which is after the postpartum period, after the first few months when you actually go back to work and it's a different, you're a different person. Um, so it's might be difficult to readjust. So tell us about the concept. So what's, um, What's a co-working office with um, childcare? Yeah, so most mostly the concept of co-working is already existing uh, as well, you know, like well-known. Um, but you have like a certain image in your head, uh, like when you watch Netflix series or something, it's mostly a huge place, anonymous, a lot of like hipsters, people going in and out. And um, it's like, okay, but I'm a mom, you know, I'm not used to those tech people. I'm not 25 anymore. So, well, I'm, I don't think co-working is fitting to me. Um, but let me say, there are a lot of co-working spaces out there who are not like that. And um, that's what I notice when people come here for a trial hour or something, that they're like, oh, that's cool. I was not imagining that co-working looks like that. So that means a lot of, you know, like you have images in your head, which might be okay. And yeah, partly right, partly wrong. Over here we have, um, it's a kind of, yeah, family-friendly 
um, co-working space, not too big. Um, people are knowing each other. Um, I, of course, know everybody coming in and out. And it's a bit like a family, not real family, but, you know, you feel mm -hmm. home. It's not anonymous. And um, you you arrive, you have your like small talk, like in an office. You can have a deep talk about issues you have as a as a parent. It's not just moms and dads over here. Um, I mean, it's not just moms as well. Dads over here. So um, what we noticed as well that dads are happy to have this kind of company as well, like moms and dads around in a working atmosphere. That is really important to mention that it's like really a co-working space on the one side where you can work professionally, not uh, having kids uh, around or under your table and showing you painted pictures or something. That's what they do afterwards at home. But over here you have really like a, a silent, productive um, work atmosphere, like you know it from your office and um, maybe a bit like home office where you can plan yourself how to come, when to come, when you want to leave, when you want to eat, things like that. So um, it's somewhere between an office and home office because it's more, you know, about emotion and, and uh, child friendliness. And next door, meaning really next door, it's, there's a door which can be open and closed, but mostly it's closed, of course. There's a child um, area. So we have a playroom and like a small sleeping, napping, uh, breastfeeding uh, room for calming down. And of course, the entrance area where we welcome and say goodbye to the kids, meaning it's kind of combined, but uh, not combined at the same time, which is really helpful for those parents who are new to the place, still needing to, you know, like adapt. It's not just the kid who needs to adapt, but it's a, it's a parent as well mom and dad um, and as well then for later on to if they have the need or the kid has really the need to see mom you know how kids are they are not a dog or a machine or robot or something um, yeah so that's possible but it, it is as well possible if you come four hours to not see your kid four hours and work um, on your project and uh, when you're finished, you're finished with your work and you're happy to see your kid and uh, part two of the day can, can start. Yeah, I think it's really, really important to mention that. And I think I mentioned it to you when we were preparing the interview that I have a lot of parents when I mention this option who go like, oh my God, no, you know, I wouldn't want to work with, you know, toddlers uh, running around the place. And um, actually for having been to, you know, a couple of other co-working places with childcare uh, myself, it's amazing how yeah, how quiet it is. You have this really professional feel, atmosphere to it. Um, but you have this coziness, which, yeah, I get, like you said, you don't have in this, you know, in this really, really big other co-working open plan offices. Um, and so does, uh, with regards to the, um, to the office in itself, um, so how many, Uh, desks are there? Do you have a kitchen? Um, is there a meeting room that the professionals can use? 
Yeah, you already mentioned it perfectly. We have this, uh, we have a flex area where you can have like a big table, open space. You can bring somebody to have a meeting or something okay. in a more open atmosphere. Then you have this dedicated desk where you can really have your desk and uh, do what you need in, in silence. And we have uh, a small meeting room where you can have calls taking longer or uh, bring, I don't know, if you're a coach, you can bring, um, visitors with you um, and then of course all this infrastructure needed like printer and uh, toilet of course and a kitchen for everybody to use mm. sure Mm-hmm. Okay. Can um, I? I think I've seen you organizing some some events as well. So is it people for? Is it um, sorry? Is it possible for the professionals who uh, maybe have a, a desk or or maybe not to rent the space for events? Of course, um, whatever COVID restrictions permitting. Uh, yeah, we have uh, different ways of doing that. So um, me, myself, are hosting some events. Uh, so professionals working here, they have a different background. So, uh, they, of course, they can host uh, workshops or events. And then we are subrenting as, as such as well for uh, weekend birthday parties or something like that. But um, the concept is called Work and Kid. So it's focused on, of course, work-related workshops and kid-related important topics. Um, you always will, will find some, you know, in other um, circumstances as well. And the combination is the thing uh, our community is, is happy about it, to, to combine those topics and talk about uh, both things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've seen a, a few uh, definitely interesting things um, that you're doing. And uh, can you tell me a little bit about the, the, let's say, the typical profile of the parents um, working with, you know, working at, at your co-working office um, in terms of profession, age, uh, you know, gender? I mean, what kind of, you know, people um, am I... Um, Am I going to find that? Um, we, we have different person over here. Um, most of them are expats indeed, or um, parents living living close by in, in, in Friedrichshain. Um, they are working, they have remote jobs, and or they are still in Elternzeit and like restarting with a small kid, uh, like two, two hours a day or something like that. And um, some of those who didn't find the Kita spots are over here for some months. Um, and some who have like small kids like to like restart step by step. When you're a freelancer, you are, yeah, yeah, you can't lose your clients by staying home two years. Um, and then you have this child-friendly area where you don't have to worry that something will be happening. Um, and from, yeah, the profession is different. We have like everything we have professor here we have uh, people who are still studying we have yeah who are writing a, a, a book we had a journalist here uh, different people and that's uh, that's really uh, we will have a lot of interesting talks of course because you you meet people you might not meet somewhere else as fast as that because everyone open here is uh, everyone here is open to a communication then as well Mm. Um, which is really nice, mostly. So is there um, 
Is there a sort of community developing between the parents? Uh, we have a, like an inside community, but most of the people connect to to meet afterwards as well. Okay. They, uh, you know, it's mostly it starts about ah, oh, you are the mom or the dad of uh, this and this kid. Oh yeah, I heard they are playing good. I've seen they are playing good together. Uh, what are you working? Ah, yeah, cool. And then they, you know, like they find um, contacts or connections. Um, mm -hmm. And then it's like uh, like in a kita or somewhere you 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 meet up for some extra uh, outside meetings. Yeah, play dates and stuff. Cool. Play dates and things. Yeah. Yeah. So if um, if I'm a parent and I'm thinking about um, you know using the co-working space, how does it work? Is there a subscription? Is it just pay as you go? Are the spots like limited? Um, yeah, what, what are my options? First of all, you come by and um, you get your trial because that's how you understand the concept because most of the parents don't really understood it beforehand, which is totally fine for me because I didn't either when I did it before. So to see, feel, you know, like look and mm -hmm. feel and how it works to come here. And we, we, yeah, you spend an hour with us and the kid and we see uh, about your needs and what you were thinking about. And then um, we can schedule an individual plan, meaning if you just need it from time to time, then that's it. And you can like pay, like drop in hours. But if you feel like, yeah, no, no, you need some regularity meetings or something coming once a week or three times a week like that, we can make a like more schedule, like you would go to yoga or something. You make a schedule Wednesday, Thursday from two, and then you can have like booking packages to reduce the price a bit. And um, it's always possible to upgrade or downgrade because we say we, we need flexible childcare in Berlin. We don't have that yet. And uh, as the life of a kid is flexible, or you need to have it as flexible as possible, and with the working atmosphere as well, you need to be flexible. So that's what we propose, and um, that's how it works as well. And at the end, you or at the beginning, depending on your package, you get an invoice you can use for tax declaration, or your company uh, can reimburse. Um, that's always something I propose to the parents to ask for, because some of them didn't even thought about it, asking their employer to um, reimburse certain costs, even if it's just part of it. So that's really interesting. So let's get to that. Obviously, parents can um, pay it privately. Uh, and then there's the option you just mentioned, getting the employer to maybe pay for the childcare or the portion of the the the, the office or both. Um, so that's really really interesting. How um, how many parents or what's the percentage of parents who um, manage to do that? Do you have an idea? Um, not a percentage as such, but it's in an increasing number. Uh, yeah, due to Corona, of course, some companies are like rethinking their structure and being more family friendly, and. Um, as well as like this empowerment to go and really ask for it. It's more on the head of parents as well. Uh, and you, yeah, I mean, you are, if you're just like looking at the HR intranet, it might be not written something like that. But if you go to your 
uh, HR and ask for it, you might get it. I mean, mm. you can't. It's a, a win-win situation, and that's has to be in your mindset as well that you you should ask for it because the company is having a benefit as well, and you are coming back and uh, you're working with full focus and not uh, at home with a, a toddler uh, around your leg. Mm, definitely, yeah, and I, I, I kind of want to say it's an investment in the, in the entire financial health of of the family, because um, a lot of the time, you know, um, I mean, it's still like this, but a lot of the time, the mothers take the most parental leave, so the mothers are the primary carer for the children, and then it's kind of, you know. The, the the dads didn't have an interruption in their career and and the mothers kind of have to you know find a solution to go back to work and it's uh, more often than not unfortunately the way you know I see it in a lot of families uh, a problem for the mother uh, where you know she has to fight to go back to work and uh, obviously the longer the interruption the 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 more impact it will have on her career but also the impact on her uh, pension uh, down the line as well because she will have contributed less and she'll be less um, uh, also available for career advancement etc if she's you know uh, stays away for a long period of time so I think it's you know I I see a lot of uh, parents you know or mothers who say you know if I if I start working again then I'm gonna have to spend it doesn't make sense if I don't have a kita because I'm gonna spend you know a uh, part of my income on the childcare. Um, where I want to say it's, you know, you're actually spending part of the family's income on childcare because it's, you know, uh, there are two parents or in, exactly. in a lot of situations, I don't want to, you know, uh, single out the single parents because there are um, many single parents out there, out there as well. But, um, in the families where, um, there are two parents, um, and where the both parents are co-parenting, then that's, um, um, yeah. Um, different perception, but definitely an important one. Definitely. That's what we notice here as well, that mostly the moms are the ones taking the first step, uh, asking for um, possibilities, options, get the look and feel. Then they discuss internally with the, with the other parent and then they start. And after like two weeks, they are more like, okay, could dad come as well? And of course, it's a parent ticket. And uh, so long as the parents are here, so more 50-50 it gets between moms and dads. And that's some um, development I really like to see. Mm. Yeah, I think that's really important because I hadn't thought about that, that it's a parent ticket. So um, either parent can come. So that's, yeah. uh, that's, uh, that's really cool. Um, another option for reimbursement that used to be available... <laughs> until uh, the summer, I think, um, was to get some of the costs reimbursed by the child services, so by the Jugendamt. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what it was and, and um, how that developed and why it's yeah. changed? Uh, yeah, you see, you have to laugh about it and, and kind of uh, me too. When it's, but it's sad at the same time. Um, so, yeah, so every district has a head, uh, we have to talk like head, um, had some budget for those cases. Um, parents couldn't find a kita spot because you have the right to have a kita spot when your kid is older than a year. And obviously there are not enough spaces. 
And um, so if you prove this and this and that, uh, German bureaucracy, you might be entitled to get some costs uh, reimbursed. And it's depending on the district, how it was, uh, you know, finalized. But there was a certain amount of people who got at least a certain amount of money. And um, the development clearly was that more and more people were requesting it because of the need and uh, because of the knowledge that this is existing, because they didn't make any uh, advertisement of it. But of course, um, we do. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so we had some talks with the Jugendamt and they were like, yeah, we need a, a thing like that or developing this structure of reimbursement at least. Um, but yeah, I think, of course, yeah, with Corona, uh, the budget is limited and they try to, yeah, to not give it anymore to anybody when uh, they are not forced to do so. So this uh, reimbursement thing is not existing any longer. It was cut down. And uh, that's, yeah, it's a really a wrong signal to all those working parents here in, in Berlin. And uh, that's something I, I really can't accept. That's why I'm I'm like, since I know it's going to be dismissed, I am working on, hard on, on, yeah, every political possibility to influence the situation, to get it back or to find another way of reimbursement. Because, um, yeah, childcare related to work, at least, childcare should not be a, or missing childcare should not be a private uh, problem. It's, it's a, a political a, one. It's a political one and a structural one. And it's uh, about, yeah, missing long, you know, commitments or something. And, um, yeah, so that's what we did since, in fact, since summer when they decided to cut down those budgets. And um, right now we have the situation that the new Koalitionsvertrag um, yeah, is, is sending a, a new positive signal. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, fingers crossed that we will have something someday back. Mm, okay. Yeah. So that's the new government. Yeah. Well, I uh, I definitely hope so too because it's uh, it's it's definitely a big uh, big structural problem, like you said, um, and uh, and for for both parents for the children as well. Um, definitely, and an, would be an important step. Okay. Um, is there something that I didn't ask you yet um, that you'd like to mention about uh, work and kids? Um, yeah, mostly people are asking how it works inside the childcare um, because mm -hmm. it's not obviously it's not the kita and um, how you know to imagine. I, I always say yeah, come by and see, but uh, of course I have to give an explanation beforehand, and I'm willing to do. Um, I mean, it's if you have a, a comparison to Tages Mutter or a babysitter, it's a mix uh, of those concepts. Mm -hmm. So you have uh, you have this fixed room. So the kids are always at the same place. Of course, they go outside, but um, they have the place and uh, a childcare team um, of four who are working in different uh, schedule hours. But um, they know the team over here. They are welcome. 
and uh, they feel home, they uh, see kids they already know, they see sometimes new kids, and it's like a vivid uh, community for the kids as well. They have fun, and it's not always like uh, every day is the same, they have different input. We do some small activities, they are mostly under, under two years old, so um, small activities as possible. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, to care with, with, with love for, for them. And um, that's the most important thing that they feel happy over here. Mm-hmm. And they got, you know, they got the first social skills to, to uh, start later on in Akita. Mm. Because a babysitter mostly is home or going out and the kids are alone. But here they have a small group of maximum six kids and learning all those interactions needed. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's important. Good. Um, I think that's uh, that's really valuable, if, definitely for the parents to um, to to see and uh, and imagine what it's uh, what it would be like for their for their children. Because obviously, there's the part of working, but there's a part of you definitely want your child to uh, feel good um, and be well cared for whilst uh, whilst you work. So thanks for that that insight. Well, that's. Um, it from me uh, for our interview and I have to thank you very very much Anne for taking the time out of your busy day to uh, answer my questions and uh, to also give the international families out there in Germany the possibility to get an understanding of what co-working with childcare is like Um, so thanks very much I thank you and um, for everyone else I'll hear you on the next episode bye bye and take care For more information about my services and courses, go to babyinberlin.com. Sound and music by David Nichols. Thank you all for listening. See you on the next episode.